I don't know where this week's gone. <clears throat> it's Friday again. How did that happen? How did that happen? <laughs> it's just a blur. Right. It's Five Fact Friday. I did a survey and I basically you guys have voted overwhelmingly that you'd rather have Five Fact Friday than the Five Question Friday. Some of you said do both. It, there comes a point when I just ran out of time. Sorry, I have to just close that because of the sun. So Five Fact Friday is. Let me be really, really quick about Five Fact Friday. So if you've only got one minute to watch this video, the five facts, and for those of you who are new here, and there are lots of you new since I did my last Five Fact Friday. I used to do them every single week last year without fail even though it's somewhere at 10 o'clock at night. These are five verifiable reported new changes in the media or by government or in official statistics. Um, there's no verification that the statistics themselves are accurate, as you'll see with fact number one. And the idea here is that you make up your own mind. I report these facts without opinion, although I always end up providing lots of opinion and i will be doing a lot of opinion in this one but let's get the five facts out of the way first halifax says, says house prices are rising i think they're wrong rics is showing great optimism and has shown increase in, in transactions in january i agree with the increase in transactions in january but i don't share their optimism on the future i'll explain why in a minute that's fact number two fact number three Mortgage rates have been increased by all big lenders this week, much to the utter silence of the rates are going to come down, crew. But mortgage rates have gone up this week. Not, not very much, but they've gone up. Um, mortgage arrears, more worryingly, have gone up. And the one bit of news that the everything's fine crew are like, shh, about this week is Rightmove themselves reporting record valuation inquiries or record numbers of new properties looking to come to the market, which in supply and demand terms is supply, record supply incoming. And for anyone who doesn't know what supply and demand basics are, the more supply, then that pushes prices down. But it was reported by Rightmove and no one has picked it up and no one's reported on it that I have seen. So Halifax and RACS saying everything's fine, mortgage rates going up, arrears going up, and valuations going up says everything's not. Let's define fine um, as people going, oh, the housing market's come back to life, house prices have stopped falling. In fact, look, Halifax says they're going up. <sighs> everything's fine. Everyone should be confident. Come back into the market. Bye, 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 bye. Everything's fine. And, and that's almost been deafening this week across the media. If you look beyond the headlines, if you are someone who's more curious than to just believe the prescribed edited headlines that the collective media present and you want to know what's happened, you look beyond the scenes, there are some what were already dark clouds getting darker. Don't shoot the messenger. It's not what I want. <laughs> um, so that's the short version. And I've done that in less than four minutes. Let's get into them and actually share these facts. Okay. So, fact number one is the Halifax who put their house price house prices out on Monday. We're not going to go into too much depth on this. 
everyone's already seen this, I think, if you haven't, here they are. Um, sorry, one second. Uh, little bit underprepared. Here we go. So they're saying that the average house price went up 1.3% month on month and quarterly 2.5% annually 2.5%. Now, I did a whole video earlier this week. If you haven't seen it and you want to understand why I don't think this is the case, go and see it. Um, it's called Halifax House Prices Are Guff, I think. Uh, it's had a lot of views this week. But I wanted to show I got into a, a Twitter debate with someone who's an anonymous troll or a fake, I can't ver verify who they are, so I don't know who they are, but they were really, really saying to me, no, 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 Charlie. No, 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 no. The house price, the lenders' house price indices are completely accurate. They're completely accurate. And I said, I I'm sorry, what do you mean? Oh, well, they do the reg uh, hedonic regression, and that's what it, it, it takes into account and adjusts for everything, and they're still accurate. Anyway, <clears throat> long story short, this character went to great lengths to produce a graph to try and back up his point, which uh, was just one of the best own goals I think I've ever seen. Uh, and here is his graph. And it's a weird one because it's it's house prices indices from the peak. And what you can see, this is, this is just, I find this absolutely fascinating. What you can see, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry, whoever you are that did this, but it's just too brilliant, uh, is that before house prices got to their peak, all of the Halifax land registry nationwide and the average of those were quite close together. And then after the peak, look, it's gone completely haywire. And I haven't seen a better piece of graphical evidence to support my view that the house price indices, their mix adjustment methodology doesn't work when there are major changes in moving trends. And there you are, black and white and red and green and blue and yellow for you to see what I'm trying to say, okay? I just don't think there can be any accuracy at all read into those whatsoever. They are scrambled. And if you look at what was happening with the trend before they went scrambled, it was quite clearly down. But I just they're not working. And that's why I don't agree with Halifax. The house prices are rising at all. I think they're going to look very silly. When the truth comes out in the wash, Okay, next, the RICS put out their survey, and I have always said <clears throat> that I think the RICS survey is one of the most useful of, the, of all the monthly housing market reports. They do not report on pr actual prices. They report on trends and sentiment and survey. And their headline, sales volumes expected to recover further. Mm, they hadn't recovered much so far, but further over the coming months. Now, they're reporting an expectation amongst the respondents of their survey in the middle of January. And if you think what happened in the middle of January, there was definitely, very definitely, a marked uptick in buyer registrations and buyer demand and mortgage applications. There was an uptick, but from a very, very low base. And that uptick has already died in the arse. It's just... Oh, I'm afraid. Um, so 
The results of the survey were taken in the middle of January. When it was looking better, I think what happens then means it's not going to continue to get better. Let's have a look at a couple of their graphs. So they say metrics on buyer demand, yes. Agreed sales, yes. And new instructions all move out of negative territory. Don't disagree with any of that. That's uh, what, what they're saying actually happened in January. Sales expectations, which is not reporting what's happened, but what's expected, improve. Okay, I think they're over-optimistic there. House price declines continue to ease. So they're still declining, but not as much, with London seeing a largely stable trend emerge. Okay, uh, yeah. let's get straight down to the numbers on here. So I urge you all to go and look at this. The link below to the to this report is a PDF. It doesn't go to a web page. It will download the PDF. This PDF that you're looking at on my screen now is what will download. So go and look in your downloads. It won't load in, in a web page necessarily. Um, I'm not going to go through all the regions. Um, I just want to show you that you can see that um, so new regional new buyer inquiries, for example, in the past month are up and down all over depending on where the country is. And you can look at the change in the trend between the, the purple bar and the blue dot as well. Have a look at that. Now, one thing that is definitely noteworthy is national inquiries in the past month for the, are actually in the positive. So on balance, more surveyors saw them increasing than decreasing. Only just, but that's the first time it's moved into the positive territory since early 2022. And so I, this is where I, I don't dispute that there was a genuine uptick in buyer demand and registrations in January, but it is still from a very low base and it's still quite low. Okay. Um, but that is definitely noteworthy. There was a notable increase in demand in January. I saw it myself as well on the data that I have access to. So I don't dispute that, that uptick in demand and inquiries, but don't think that means prices are going to go up. It doesn't. It doesn't mean the same at all. Um, so the biggest number of new buyer inquiries was um, the most positive change there was in the Northwest. So the Northwest does seem to be one of the strongest areas of buyer interest in the country. And the weakest or the sharpest decline in new buyer inquiries was in the West Midlands. Now, considering that the West Midlands and the Northwest kind of boundary each other, um, that's a pretty interesting uh, divergence in those buyer inquiry trends. Now, new vendor instructions, again, this is middle of January, and I think you're going to see in the, when the February one comes out, this will have spiked up quite a long way. That's up at the highest point. So this is new stuff coming to the market, all right? Uh, the highest point for about a year. We'll come on to that with right move in a minute. And the newly agreed sales past month. This is the other one that's definitely the most positive that it's been since early 2022, all right? And it, it's positive, and that is, I don't dispute that for January. I just don't think it's going to keep on going up like that, right? I think it's a blip, and just like in 2022, it got up positive, and then it went negative again. Um, and the price, ex this is the other one that's worth looking at. Look at the regional price expectations. They're all over the shop, up, down, up, down. And I think I'm right in saying that uh, there are roughly 200 individual surveyors who respond to this survey. And which means that in each of those regions, because there are more than 10 regions there, you're talking about less than 20. So there's, there's quite a lot of 
room for interpretation there. But look at that. I mean, that is very, very up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down, all over the place, isn't it? But the highest price expectations in the next three months are in Northern Ireland, although they are slightly down on their three-month average. The lowest for price expectations in the next three months is East Anglia. Interesting. And the East Midlands. There's not much correlation with the with the the, 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 the graph we just looked at before, is there? Um, and the national three and twelve months sales with prices, don't we? Yeah, national price expectations. So this is when they ask the surveyors three months from now and twelve months from now, do you think prices will be higher or lower? The three months uh, line, which is the purple one, is still saying just lower. And the 12 month one is, is is weakly higher, but there's nothing, there's no strong evidence I can see anywhere here that says prices are going to be strongly climbing again. I don't see that anywhere. All right, that's the RACS. Now let's get on. So those are the two positive publications. Halifax, prices are rising year on year, month on month, quarter on quarter, it's all up. Hey, actually, they did say um, that they can't rule out further price falls this year. So Halifax themselves not actually trumpeting it. It's the media that was trumpeting it. <laughs> Sorry, just reading some of your comments. Okay, now, um, mortgage news. Halifax, NatWest, Virgin, TSB, nudge rates higher. And I, I wouldn't dispute with the, that characterization of nudging it. They are nudging higher. I think what's of, of, of bigger importance here, this is on, on Forbes, um, what's of bigger importance here is that they, no one was expecting them to go up. I mean, just two weeks ago, everyone was still saying, rates are going to come down, rates are going to come down, rates are going to come down. Um, and Vince, don't worry, the only positivity, that's two out of five of positivity, the next three <laughs> you're going to see. Um, yeah, so mortgage rates are going back up. And I suspect that that small increase in mortgage rates is going to very quickly deflate that enthusiasm that was appearing amongst buyers. I think. Anyway, so that's Forbes. Next one, UK finance. Mortgage arrears and possessions figures in Q4 last year were rising. So everything on here was getting worse, with one notable exception that I'm very, very happy to report, was that the number of people, 540 homeowner mortgage properties were taken into possession in Q4, down 14% on the previous quarter, which suggests to me that the forbearance measures have helped people hold on to their homes longer. It is kicking the can down the road. All other mortgage failure uh, data was negative, as in uh, arrears increased, um, both from homeowner and buy-to-let mortgages. So buy-to-let mortgages had an 18% increase on the quarter. I think they were 124% up on year-on-year. I read that number somewhere. Uh, So yeah, mortgage arrears increasing. and, And that, read what you like into that as far as the market is concerned. Uh, what you've got to ask yourself is where do you think it goes from here <clears throat> and what will that do to house the housing market and house prices? Last but not least, on Rightmove's own website, here we are, Rightmove, and link is below, home valuation requests 
from future sellers hit new record. Riddle me how you're expecting house prices to keep going up with that happening. Okay. I mean, there's only one way that you can interpret that, which is a lot of people are preparing to put their house on the market. A lot. So, um, now guys, those are the five facts. Let's just have a look at the. The number of requests was 23% higher than January, than the previous January, okay? That's a big jump on last year. And last year's was quite high as well. Um, but then they, I just don't understand this whatsoever. This just makes no sense to me at all. One of the factors behind the uptick in activity among home sellers and potential buyers is the more stable mortgage market, which has remained calm at the beginning of the year. I mean, that just doesn't make sense because an uptick in activity amongst potential buyers will not be for the same reason as the uptick in activity amongst home sellers, will it? That's just utter guff. Um... And nowhere in Tim Bannister's uh, commentary does he say, hmm, record new sale, uh, new valuation inquiries might mean that there's, there's a downward, uh, potential downward pressure on house prices. Anyway, guys, there you are. I, I wanted to show you one other story uh, that was on Bloomberg. Um Traders trim bets on Bank of England rate cuts. So the market is now pricing in not four rate cuts, but three rate cuts this year. The market was clear, is clearly changing its mind, and I suspect it will do long as it starts to accept interest rates being higher for longer, which is what I have have been expecting. Um, and I know some people don't understand why this is relevant, but I think it is relevant. The Chinese stock market is in is having the worst year ever. It's just it's in a terrible state, and the Chinese property crisis, which is where one of the biggest property developers went into debt, went into administration or bankruptcy, owing two hundred and fifty billion dollars, and that property crisis is not being widely reported over here at all. Is starting to ripple across the world. Okay. Overseas developments from Mayfair and Toronto hit the market. Discount prices could force a reassessment of industry losses. So Chinese investors and their creditors are putting up for sale signs on real estate holdings across the globe. In other words, a lot of foreign owners in London are going to be selling up. London and the UK are going to be selling up. And the other story is about how there is contagion spreading from the commercial property crisis in America is now spreading to Europe and is, is raising the threat of bank failures in Europe. But I don't have that story handy, um, but it's on Bloomberg if you want to find it. So guys, I said at the beginning of this video, storm clouds are gathering. What's happening in China over a period of time, towards the end of this year, you'll start to see it having a negative effect. On its own, would it affect the house price, the housing market on its own? No, I don't think it would. But it's a factor that is going to affect it. The commercial property bubble bursting in America and around the world. On its own, is it going to hit the UK housing market hard? No, on its own, it won't do. 
as an overall factor combined with the others, is it going to? I think so, unavoidably. Number three, record business failures and insolvencies in the UK, or the highest for 30 years and climbing, coupled with mortgage arrears and mortgage failures rising, coupled with more and more job losses being announced on an almost daily basis. You add all these things together, there's no way out of where the economy and on the back of it, the housing market is heading. Now, one other interesting thing that's been happening is, is that lenders are offering higher multiples. Well, why would they be doing that if they're worried about house prices falling? Because lenders are more worried about staying in business as lenders and lending than they are about what ultimately happens to house prices. And so there is a credit tightening happening where there are going to be, as a job losses mount and as the economy gets worse, fewer and fewer people are going to be accepted for mortgages. And the only way they can offset that and meet their lending targets is by lending more to the people who can borrow money. And I had someone just this week say to me that they've been approved for 330000 but they themselves have gone, we can't afford to borrow that much, and we can't afford the repayments on them much, but they're offering us that much. We only want to borrow 210000 So they only want to borrow about two-thirds of what's actually being offered by the bank. So it's it's very refreshing to see lender, uh, borrowers actually making decisions for themselves and going, no, 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 I'm not borrowing that much. That would be reckless. But is there reckless lending out there? Perhaps not on affordability levels, but perhaps on the amount they're lending people who can borrow. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, There was that uh, Darren Deegan, Honest Money, saying he was surprised to see his same. He's suddenly being offered more money than he was a year ago and can't understand why. Um, And guys, I have got to keep doing this because to my knowledge, I'm the only one expressing uh, a different opinion to what's going to happen in the housing market compared to all the other commentators out there. Apart from Darren, I think Darren Darren Deegan still shares my view. Even Gary Stevenson from Gary's Economics thinks, no, 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 house prices are going to go up because the rich are going to buy them all. Don't agree with him. I agree with him on almost everything else he says except for that because his assumption is predicated on the fact that rich people will just buy and sell assets to each other. Everything except for housing, I agree with him on, but housing is a pain in the bum. It's a high-maintenance asset. It's not like a buy it on your app and just see the money happen and buy and sell your assets on your on your phone. It's not like that. It's it's months and months and legal fees and lack of liquidity and not a safe thing to be putting your money into in this market. Right, guys, any quick questions from you? Kylo Hawk says, can we fight these facts? You can certainly fight the Halifax one. I had a good crack at fighting that fact. Um, the RICS is much more of an opinion survey. Uh, the only fact is that it was reported, but whether the, 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 the what's reported in it are facts or not, no, that can't really be verified. Um, mortgage rates increasing is a hard fact. You can't fight it. That's a, that's a hard fact. Uh, and mortgage arrears increasing is another verifiable hard fact that I don't think can be fought. Uh, right move. I mean, they never publish their numbers, do they? So again, right moves is more of a, a press release, but it's just surprising to see them reporting that. Um, yeah, Mike Dennington says, Mike Dennington says, have you got to look at other countries and what's happening is it does affect the UK housing market and economical conditions. The UK is not in isolation. Absolutely right. Ben Furthy says, do not fear. Bojo is returning to sort it all out. <laughs> um, Smashers says, a lone voice in a sea of guff. Quite right. Quite right. Um, 
All right, guys. Uh, I do have five questions. Um, I might do it separately later. Um, honestly, I'm a bit running behind today and I've got actual work to do. Um, so we'll see if I get to the five question Friday later as well. If I can do both, I'll try, but it, but I'm not sure I can. So to all new followers, can I please remind you that if you are selling, choose your agent like your life depends on it because your future life does if you get the wrong agent compared to if you get the right agent. And don't overprice, price below the market to get competing buyers. And that's how you get the best price in this market. If you are buying and you need a home and you can find one you can afford, do buy no matter what's happening. Because having a home is more important than what happens to house prices. Um, but just don't overpay. And I, the video I did yesterday, day before, on how not to overpay or don't, what is overpaying, um, we'll explain how to do that. Don't overprice if you're a seller. Don't overpay if you're a buyer. Let the market do its thing. Get out and view if you're a buyer to find out what's happening in your local market with the properties you're looking at buying. It's the only way to find out. Um, we are coming agonizingly slowly closer to the house price index, the best agent open source house price index being ready again, currently being held up by the government, I'm afraid. Uh, we're having to wait five to seven days, five to seven working days for a response from the support department that we're relying on for government verified e um, property addresses. I suppose that's better than some government departments, isn't it? But um, it is holding everything back, unfortunately. Um, otherwise, have a fantastic weekend if I don't see you again before the weekend starts. Thanks for watching. Uh, thanks for following. Uh, remember that you can listen to all these on audio podcast, and you can find me on Instagram and TikTok, and most of all, X is where I do most of my day-to-day -day housing market observations. Thank you, guys. All the best. Have a great one. See you soon. Um, and Florian G says, any chance to hear some drum breaks? Uh, probably not, but maybe if we hit the targets with the house price index that I want to hit when it's live, maybe that's one of the I could offer that if we hit the target of the number of people reporting the house prices to the index, their exchange prices, so we can actually compete with the guff out there. I might, I might get on the drums if people want me to do that. Just, just to humiliate myself. <laughs> um, Right, guys, that's it. I'm out. See you. Bye.